Welcome to the Life Coaching with Ryan podcast, episode two. Hello, fellow Piapolis of Earth. Welcome back. It is episode two of our fine podcast. I am continuing my conversation with Jenny Ward in this episode, and we are transitioning from labels to self-talk. Enjoy. Weird. Okay, transition time. <laughs> because uh, we're going to go down some other rabbit hole and get lost forever, which we would love, but that doesn't serve the purpose that we're trying to meet right now. <laughs> um, actually, I, I, so when uh, I was talking to Aaron, my partner, uh, about what the topic was for today, I said, uh, it's words, words, words. We're talking about, you know, labels self-talk mantra she went i think there's a quote by margaret atwood ah. about that and uh the quote is a word after a word after a word is power mm. that's cool so i think that's a good segue into talking about self-talk yes because we it, to those who think about self-talk they probably notice a lot of our conversation about labels kind of was implying things about self-talk because there's a lot about messages to ourselves yes so there's a lot of power in the words that we say to ourselves yes yeah um what was your first reaction when i when i read that quote that quotation well i mean whether you use your power for good <laughs> or for evil yes um uh, i feel for me what resonated was how powerful and palpable it was to be my own worst enemy uh and you know i went through the period where i blamed my parents obviously because because, um, right. because i took on their words and they, they became mine um mm. and then i think once you become aware and you start doing your own work you can no longer do that mm -hmm. um and you have to really own and take accountability for the ones that you've chosen to hang on to mm -hmm. and you have chosen to say yeah. this is it you yeah. know i'm i'm always wrong i'm always you know yeah. um there is an addiction to negative self-talk. And, and it, for someone that has become more aware of mine, I'm like humbled by mm. um, how truly addicting it is to completely harm myself. Mm. Um, and I, I, I've been writing a lot about it because I sort of looking at my nine-year-old self and wondering if I, or my daughter, or students that I teach, would I ever say this to them? And that... That question is my, my latest mantra. Would I ever say that to my daughter? No. Mm -hmm. Why am I choosing to say this to myself? myself? What, and, and I know it sounds horrible, but it's another tool for me to do, be destructive. Yeah. And, and as someone that has had eating disorders, you know, has not taken care of myself, has taken outside pain and inflicted it on myself through shame and punishment, yeah. words are the most destructive out of all of the wonderful ideas that I've tried. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. now, like, yeah. check, check, check. How else can I destroy myself creatively? Read a book and learn more. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of it in there. <laughs> Hard to read sometimes. I'm so I love good. you so much. So I'm, I'm reading the book and I'm going, Am I going to put this down right now? Maybe I'll just skim over this section. <laughs> like, how can I just try myself? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but as a recovering, like, with all of that, yeah. words is my last one. Yeah. Words is, like, my last way of being, how am I using my words to literally take away from this moment or take mm -hmm. away from fully feeling love from somebody? Yeah. And how am I taking it away? And it's really down to worth. 
Isn't it always? And it's also not well worth, but like... Am I enough? Am I enough? Or I'm actually getting everything that I want. How can I destroy this moment? Uh, because it is upper so limit uncomfortable. Problem. Yeah. Have you heard of the upper yes. limit problem? Yes. Yeah. Look it up. I don't want to talk about it yeah. right now. I want to talk about this right now. So words, yes. I mean, being more aware, I and we've talked about this, but I feel self-talk is the most undervalued, under in th- all modalities that I've ever went into, all of my self-help stuff, yeah. and I hate that label. Um, I don't need no help. <laughs> Obviously. We, Obviously. We, 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 all, we, we all do. Because let's be real, we all do. We all do. We're all broken. Um, yeah. <laughs> broken is another great label. Yes, it is another um, great label. But, you know, no one really talks about, we talk about how to create a life you want or mm. be mindful of nonviolent communication. We, and yeah. there's so many wonderful modalities, but we don't talk about the, the demons within our own brain that we choose to play with on a moment-to-moment basis. And right. I say choose because we now have the ability to do that. When people are like, well, it's just who I am. I'm like, kind of not really. That goes back to that dimensions of self thing again. It's actually not true. It's not actually not not who you are. That's how you're choosing to be. Mm -hmm. That's not the core of who you are. Mm -hmm. That's an option. If you want to choose that option, go ahead. You'll have the life you have with that option. And you continue to choose that option. You could also choose another one. It's always choice. I think for me, my words, I I think what I really liked doing, (laughs) I'm saying sarcastically, (laughs) you know, my words became my experience. See? See there. Right. They right. left, so yeah. I must be very unlovable. Yeah, you are unlovable. Mm-hmm. Let's attract somebody. Who now here's the real law of attraction. Like right. this is actually yes. the real deal. Yes, it is the real. I deal. mean, I attract someone that like you're not lovable. You're too much. I'm like, yeah. see, and I solidify. Right. So how do I start from my inside voice, literally, to then see what comes at me externally? Mm-hmm. And once I have a healthy relationship entering that loves me for who I am is just sitting there. I'm like, I must be doing something here to be able to sit in this moment with this person. Mm. You know, that's my latest experience is having this wonderful man, like show up that just like loves me, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my work, man. Yes. Congratulations. High five. Thank you. Thank you. It's like evidence based, you know, and it, but it starts, it starts here. What do I, what am I willing to accept from somebody? Oh, I'm already talking like that. To myself. Becoming aware of that, I think it's, it's so two things I want to touch on to loop into yeah. what you're talking about. One is uh, something from the Toltec practice, and one is Brooke Castillo. Are you familiar with Brooke mm-hmm. Castillo? So um, just touching the Toltec one real fast, based on what you were saying, that there is a danger in using the outside world as validation for our inside worlds, right? Because there's a, uh, a disconnect mm-hmm. between what we say we want. And what we're acting out that we want. It's true. I want love. That is the core. But the but you put these caveats on it that leads you to attract the person who abuses you because in your brain you're still saying I'm not valuable. Right. So then if you're only choosing the outside world as evidence of that, then you're just you stay caught in that loop. Yes. So there has to be a moment of awareness. A moment of awareness brings a pause yes. that allows for choice. Yes. And then once you have choice, then you have power. Yes. So now you can go, oh, it's true that I want love. It's true that I keep telling myself I'm not valuable. Of course I attracted conditional love yes. that requires me to be a certain way in order to receive it, yes. to prove that I'm valuable. Right. So short-circuiting that process. And part of that, when you were talking about what I say this to my kid, what I say sort of else, is Brooke Castillo with her model, which is CTFAR, um, 
uh, circumstances, mm. thinking, feeling, action, results, mm -hmm. is that she talks about your thinking always leads to your results, mm -hmm. uh, which I partially disagree with because I think there are circumstances in which your thinking will bring a re uh, an unexpected result that can change your thinking. That's true. Um, but that's getting into really deep how we can have multiple layers of thought at the yes. same time. And I don't, that's conscious, not this conversation. Yeah. Um, but uh, she said, as someone who is self-employed, would you think about yourself separately as a boss, as an employee? Mm. Would you ever say that to an employee? Mm. If you were an employee, would you ever accept your boss saying that to you? Oh, I like that. And that has been part of my journey like in the last few months. Yes. It's just like, I was so happy because I started listening to her in, oh gosh, when was it? October? So I had a few months of listening to her before I yeah. fully branched on my own to start yeah. my own business. So I already had that in my brain. So that when I'd have these moments mm. when I started to judge myself for not doing enough work today or um, not reaching out to have that conversation with someone or not send an email or forgetting to do that thing or not writing out my victories for the day or whatever it was, I went, would I ever say that? Like I was, I was, an, I was an administrator at a school. Would right. I ever say to one of my coworkers, right. no. one of my teachers, would I ever have said, you suck? Right. God, how shitty that you right. didn't follow through and do you that thing. You never get anything done. God damn it. Yeah. No, instead I would have been like, hey, have you thought about doing that right. thing? Because Are you okay? The, the, how you doing? Right. What's the priority right now? Right. Is there something that I don't know that right. raises a higher priority? Right. Well, yeah, I was dealing with this thing with this kid. Okay, it's the same thing for me. Oh, yeah, I took extra time to send that email to Jenny because I was right. desperate to do a podcast with her. Right. So I ended up doing that instead. Right. It wasn't what I planned today, but was it wrong? Right. Was it bad? There's, there's a thousand ways to do it right and only a few ways to do it wrong. This right. is one of my on-a-loop yes. self-talk yes. things right now. Is that? I think self-talk is ginormous... I think it is yeah. uh, th th truly a cancer in us that if we aren't aware of how we communicate, it, it transfers actually down to, if we're a parent, it transfers down to our kids. And yeah. for me, it was like, do I want this inherit? Do I want to give my daughter this inheritance? Yeah. Or do I want to show her that yeah. I'm willing to look at the way I talk about myself right. and also question and be curious when she says certain things? Like, I'm not very good at this. What do you mean you're not very good at this? Yeah. Like, and it's okay if she fundamentally feels that way, but I'm always interested in, is it because someone's shared this? Like, where do we come where up with these message? ideas about ourselves? And right. can we change them? And I mean, that's mm -hmm. where the title is. Like, who said so? Yeah. Is really a question that, you know, I tend yeah. to continue to ask. Like, well, who said so? Like, right. who says I can't? Where did I that? get this message from? Yeah. How, how, and, and how, again... How valuable is this message to me right now? Because sometimes messages that seem negative are temporarily valuable. True. And it's just, again, do I want to live there? Right. Is this serving me anymore? Right. No, right? Again, part of that is, is removing judgment. Part yes. of that is being able to be with... What is. What is. What's yes. happening for you right now. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, there was more on that thought, but... Again, I'm sure we could talk about it forever. <laughs> uh, about so there's something you said specifically about self-talk. Oh, I remember now. It was. Um, I'll edit that out in post. No, I won't, uh, because I want everyone to see me fumble. Because I think that's valuable uh, for people to see things that aren't perfect. Yeah, I think it's valuable for things that aren't perfect. So um, how we say? Of course, I lost my thought again. <laughs> Because I went down that whole other path. 
um, that people forget that our external work is internal work. Yes. So it's not just stop yelling at your kid. It's what is running through your head in that moment when you feel compelled to yell at your kid. Oh, I'm feeling disrespected. What was giving you the message that you were feeling disrespected? And really breaking it down to what is that core thought? Yes. What is that core experience? And sometimes you don't need to know what it literally actually was. You don't have to dredge up the mm-hmm. memory mm-hmm. to heal it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just <laughs> um, being aware. Sometimes it's just accepting it. it. I'm yeah. feeling challenged right now. Right. Oh, well, how can I address this? Is there a better way to address this than yelling at my kid? And this all happens in an instant. Yes. Right? And it takes years of practice yes but once you've had those years of practice it they can turn on a dime i can have a moment i kids uh i got a reputation as the zen teacher <laughs> because after five years of dedicated daily mental practice paying attention to how i was in the classroom yeah. paying attention to what triggered me and set me off paying attention to these things and just being with it and accepting it mm. allowed me to be able to when i would flare up because it didn't go away let's be yes. real it's not that i suddenly was never angry yeah. when it flared up i usually had the opportunity to be like is this how i want to be is this where i want to be what's going on is this do is there an unaddressed issue i can address right now 99 times out of 100 i could be like hey kid yeah hey student I just want you to know this thing just came up in me. Yeah. When you said that. Yes. I'm not saying you need to change. I'm just yes. saying you need to hear that this is what happened so we can have better communication. And 99 times out of, or 98 times of those 99 times, the kid went shop, had a moment where they were like, oh, vulnerability. Yeah. Honesty. Yes. Safety. Yes. You are expressing yourself safely and calmly. Yes. You're inviting me to be able to do the same. Most of the time, they would respond favorably yes. and go, oh, I'm sorry. And they meant it. Yep. It wasn't that reflexive, like, I've been taught since I was three to say I'm sorry to everyone, whether or not I am, but in a genuine whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but being able to just be present and then they would, we would be able to continue the conversation mm. amicably. Yes. And they hopefully learned a lesson that they could take that risk and be vulnerable in this situation. Well, they certainly could be with me. Yes. Um, I'm really grateful for and proud of the relationships I built with my students because I was able to be present, be vulnerable. Yes. And that translated to them, Ryan is always calm. Mm-hmm. Ryan has it together. Mm-hmm. I'm safe in Ryan's presence. Yes. And they were. <laughs> but when you're, if you're choosing to be seeking the happiness box, none of that is possible. Yeah. That's why I feel it's like you can't, those feelings that come up are bad Right. right. Because you label them as bad. Right. Yeah. And so I want to I want to be happy parent. I want to show Facebook friends that we're all happy, <laughs> right. you know, but on the inside I want to die. I want to scream. I hate my life. Yeah. My kids are annoying the crap. I mean, it's all uh, uh, yeah. uh, and it yeah. just keeps yeah. uh, 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 happy, happy, happy. Uh, uh, take pictures, you know. Those are the people. Broadway, can you tell right. Broadway, Broadway performer. It's like that is destructive, <laughs> yeah. right? And those are the people that end up just like losing it because they there's no and then, and then they're not authenticity happy. is then, gone yeah. they're not really with themselves mm-hmm. they're not able to be present in their circumstances so afraid of feelings self-editing yeah I call it when I do like anger workshops it's wonderful to see like parents be angry yeah I, you know it, and it everyone's so scared of anger you know it's like it's just there it's teaching you it's yeah. it's up for a reason your boundaries are crossed you're super cranky you know you you weren't yourself at all all day 
Yeah. You know, yeah. you're living in Silicon Valley and you don't have a Tesla. You know what I mean? Like whatever. <laughs> whatever it happens. It's to just me. like right. Whatever. Sets keeping you up with the Joneses, you yeah. know. But anger is there to be expressed in healthy ways. Yeah. Uh, Levels yeah. of energy. They all have value. They all have that, value. Ba- that box of like these are good feelings. These are bad feelings. Yeah. This is what you can't feel. This is what you can't right. feel. Negative emotion. Positive emotion. It's all crap. <laughs> it's not true. I'm just saying. That's my experience. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Now it's safe. We made clear it was an opinion and not a fact. Just saying. From my perspective. From my perspective. From my perspective. All feelings are good. Yeah. I, when I do my... Um, so I, I'm intending to break down uh, and do additional videos that go along, like blogs that go with the podcast nice. and so on and so forth, and do some um, little side conversational videos occasionally. And when I do, I'm going to have a guy work with me on making little graphics yeah. so that when I say something from judgment, I'll just like point up while I'm talking and there'll be a banner. It's like incoming judgment, right? Or like, toxins will go on. Like, warning, warning, warning. This is an opinion being stated as a fact. Just be aware. Because it's, Forgot to say in my experience. <laughs> Did I use my I statements today? I don't think I, I feel use my I you statements make me, today. Right? Yes, yes. And again, we're being sarcastic, but that is like the basis of our practice as <laughs> nonviolent communication. So we always do do the I yes, statements, the I feels, and the whatever else, and we honor that. But it, we still make fun of ourselves for. That's just okay. kind of like part of. That's part of this. It's <laughs> part of how we do this. You have to laugh. You, I think so. Especially at yourself. I think. <laughs> I I think that. Cutting off your emotion ceases, you cease to be able to have genuine humor. I agree. About it. I think that it's, it's that same, like, how can you love yourself? Yes. If you're denying that part of yourself. Yes. It's like, again, that self-editing, that pruning, like, I need to fit into this mold. I have to draw within the lines that were given to me, so I'm going to literally chop parts of myself off, yeah. which you never really can. No, they're still they're there. there. They're, then they're just sad. They're going to come out. They, somehow. Yeah. And anger might have messages for mm-hmm. you. Sadness may have messages for you, and you're not going to heal them yes. if you keep denying them. If you act like everything is okay, it's not actually going to make it okay. Just in case you were wondering, it actually makes it worse. Just makes it a little bit worse. And here's a little preview of what's coming up next week. So there's mantras in the sense of a meditation mantra, um, which I have some that I enjoy. And then there's mantras that are programmed moments like you saying I have a mantra would I say this to my daughter yes you know one of my favorite mantras is I'll figure this out I always do yes that's one that uh, a little over a year ago uh, I just spontaneously started uttering to myself there was some weird circumstance and I decided I want to have fun with it and the expression of that Mm. was the figure out you always do oh I'm totally lost in a neighborhood I don't know (laughs) I'll figure it out I always do there's not been a single circumstance in my life where I died where being you lost figured it out. Because I'm right? here, aren't I? Right. <laughs> I always figured it you out. You always figured it out. And so that's one of my that's that's become one of my favorite mantras. It's this kind of spontaneous utterance. Like the show? Consider subscribing through my Patreon at patreon.com slash lifecoachingwithryan. You'll get early access to shows and potentially a host of other rewards. Want more? You can also find me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lifecoachingwithryan where I play some games and I continue the conversation. I'm pretty active on Instagram. You can find me at instagram.com slash educate for the number four underscore life. That's where I do my book club. 
I record the book club episodes live on Mondays, and then I post them to IGTV. Later, I post them on YouTube. See you next time.